You are listening to the Speaker Springboard Podcast with your host, Alfred Poor. Welcome to the Speaker Springboard Podcast, where corporate leaders, business executives, and other good public speakers come to become great speakers. Every week, you'll hear about practical tips and valuable resources that will help you get your message across, whether it's on stage or online. And this week, my guest is Doug Thorpe, who is founder, master coach, and advisor of Headway Exec. He's had more than 40 years of success in the financial services, oil and gas, and healthcare industries. His passion is helping already successful executives and company owners to level up their leadership game. And he doesn't aim low. His personal challenge for 2022 is to help 10,000 managers to become better bosses. That's an impressive and ambitious goal. So Doug, welcome, and let's see if we can help you make some progress on that 10,000 goal of yours. Well, thank you, Alfred. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. So let's start off with who's your ideal client? Who do you try to help? Well, as you said in the intro, I consider myself uh, able to help people that are actually already successful in their careers and their roles as either company owners or executives of larger business uh, level up their leadership game. And, and leadership is ultimately about your ability to influence and impact the team and or the business you're working with. So taking those guys and helping them create that next level vision of the leader they want to be, that's really my, my sweet spot. And I have done it across a, a, a wide spectrum. That's, that's impressive. You know, you can lead your employees to water, but you can't make them drink. So what are some of the typical symptoms that, that your clients have when they're struggling with this problem on their own? Well, let's go back to the basics. There, there's an interesting phenomenon. Anybody that's risen up the ranks and taken on managerial or ownership responsibilities, the ability to be an effective leader is far more usually an evolutionary process than it is an intentional growth process. So how do we get there? Well, we we look at our work team and we have a need for a supervisor. What do we do? We select the best performer on that team and we promote them to the supervisor. Well, nine times out of 10, all we've successfully done is ruined our best producer. So for the people that take on those promotions and start their management career, I'll do air quotes for that, they're challenged with the idea of what do I really need to do? How can I become a successful manager? And seldom do they really, at least not right out of the gate, are they thinking about leadership? They're, they're simply thinking about managing for results. You know, make budget, make the quota, get the widgets out the door. That's what your early management experience is about. Somewhere in mid-career, you might get the opportunity to be introduced to a leadership development program, and um, that's when the growth can, can really begin to happen. Yeah, it, it's a Peter principle in, a, in effect here, right? I mean, to go, I guess that's going pretty far back now in the, the literature these days. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, my experience, a lot of times dealing with these people, especially new managers, I think that they have the feeling that, well, you know, I should know how to do this. I, I should already know how. Like riding a bicycle, people don't remember how hard it was to learn how to ride a bike. You, you know, 
see everybody else riding. And of course, anybody could do that. So I, I can see how, especially, like you say, people who've just been raised up may not have the skills and to, to be successful at it. That's right. What are some of the common mistakes they make bef- before they get that help with leadership? Well, it, it, there's a whole host of things that, that typically emerge. A lot of times there are fails for uh, not making that transition out of the peer-to-peer uh, work level, but now you're the supervisor or the manager and you still have friends. So you you create some arbitrary biases and favoritism. That's a huge one. But there's also uh, a tendency, there's certain levels of ego that kick in. You kind of you got picked above everybody else, so there are some personalities who will take that and and experience an inflation of their ego. So the ego starts to be a driver, and they start leaning toward that side of the spectrum that's you know my way or the highway thinking. You know, um, I've got the idea. They picked me to be the manager here, so by golly, I, I've got I've got the answer. And if you don't agree with me, you know, shame on you. But a leader will create a vision and create some ideas, but they will also be a good listener for taking input from other uh, sources and other specialties to make a better decision than the one they might have come up with. And they won't be ashamed to grab that and and run with it. Uh, They'll make it a far more collaborative environment They'll leverage the strength that they've got on their team rather than be afraid of it as a threat to their little position they've got. Yeah, we, uh, we've we all seen it where, especially somebody new to a position, feels they have to make their mark, put their stamp on right. things, and, and that's not always productive. So what's one thing that you could recommend to, to managers, one thing for the, that they could implement that could maybe help them start moving in the right direction on this? Well, in in fact, uh, timing-wise, it's interesting. I just released an article this morning on my blog that uh, talks about first steps. There's there's a tool that's been around uh, leadership theory for a long time. It's called the Johari window. It's a it's a four box quadrant thing that talks about the known and the unknown versus the self vision versus how others see you. And it's in that Johari window that we're introduced to the notion of blind spots. You think you're okay, but the people around you see some glaring things that need to get worked on. So I think that's, talk about diving in the deep end. We have somebody that really wants to commit to make this shift to be a better leader. They need to really dig in and discover what kind of blind spots they might have. And uh, the best way to do that is to have a really good, thorough 360 review type. Ask for that feedback. Do a, do a campaign or, or hire a coach to go execute and, and perform a 360 review with stakeholders, customers, colleagues, and get that feedback so that you might uncover those blind spots. And those tend to be the biggest gaps in someone's ability to be a good leader. If if you're walking around with a whole trunk full of blind spots, you're, uh, you're really, you know, up a steep hill. Absolutely. That's really good advice. Perspective always seems to be helpful in just about any situation. Getting other people's views is a big part of that. So do you have one valuable free resource that uh, you can share with everybody 
I do. I've, I've done a lot of work uh, in the last couple of years on the notion of how does a leader create trust in their environment. There have been a lot of studies done. Uh, one of the most seminal and largest uh, study was done by Google. They released it about three years ago, and, and they determined that this thing called psychological safety is the number one contributor for making a difference between a high-performing team and a not-so-well-performing team. And when you read all the detail on that, the, the basic word is trust. So I have a resource, I have a model for helping leaders build trust in their environment. I call it simply the Team Trust Model. It is available on my website at dougthorpe.com. That's Thorpe, T-H-O-R-P-E, dot com slash team trust. No punctuation, just the two words together, team trust. There's a diagram there that you can uh, click on and save the image of and, and use it as a kind of a guide and a blueprint for talking with your team. And the the page there points to some other resources, but it, it, it explains the basic concepts. That sounds really, really useful and a great tool to help people with. And we'll put that link in the description for this episode so people can find it there and click on it. So that'll be great. We've got a little time left. I always like to ask, what's the one question that I should have asked you that I didn't? And what would that be? Oh, one question. Well, back to uh, your your intro comment. I, I have taken on the challenge this year. I want to try to help 10,000 managers learn how to be better bosses. There's a saying in the HR circles, people join companies, but they quit bosses. And I, I've got some long-term HR colleagues who have made it a life mission to not so much work with employee relations, but they work with manager relations. And the theory is if you can fix the managers, you're not going to have the people problems you, you normally suffer with. And that's actually been proven on, on a number of instances. So if individuals will step up and say, you know what, I'll take an honest and objective look at what I'm doing right now. I think I can be a better boss. Let me learn some more details and methods, and I've got a link to all of that on my website as well, and some details about material and information that will help you get there. Excellent. I love that people join companies but quit bosses. That's it in a nutshell. Yep. Well, Doug, I can't thank you enough. This is, we managed to cram a whole lot of really valuable stuff in a very short time, and I appreciate your time. Thanks for for sharing all that with us and uh, look forward to continuing this conversation in the future. Happy to do it, Alfred. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you or your team would like to improve the impact of your online presentations, be sure to attend the free monthly demonstration of the Speaker Springboard system. For details, go to www.speakerspringboard.com demonstration. Hope to see you there.